Welcome to Episode 1 of Region Ahead, a podcast from SEMCOG, the Southeast Michigan Council of Governments. I'm Trevor. And I'm Chris. And today, we'll be discussing one of Michigan's great mysteries, what happened to the lottery money. Since 1972, the lottery has contributed $21 billion to support Michigan public education, $924 million last year alone, for fun, for schools. Hey, you know that sounded like a sponsorship from public radio, right? It was. But we are an NPR, and we don't have sponsors. We borrowed it. Okay, so why'd you do that? Because it is from the Michigan Lottery, which is the topic of our episode today. When it comes to how we fund government services, things can get pretty confusing pretty fast. So today we asked Bill Anderson to join us. Basically, Bill is an expert on government finance and operations. He's the go-to guy at SEMCOG when it comes to the impact of federal and state policies on local governments here in Southeast Michigan. Hey, Bill. Good morning. Okay, let's get into it. Now, according to what we've heard, the Michigan Lottery has been around since 1972. Uh, Many of us don't remember a time before the lottery, and it's easy to take it for granted. So where did the Michigan State Lottery come from? Well, back in 1972, (laughs) and I point out, I was a freshman in high school, uh, the state was having its natural budget problems, and they were looking for revenues, and they came up with the idea of, well, let's have a lottery. Problem was, our state constitution didn't allow for it. So the legislature went to the citizens and asked the citizens of the state uh, to amend the state constitution to allow lotteries. Now, at that time, there were a lot of commercials, and they all kind of focused on, well, you know, if we uh, add this lottery money in, then we'll have more money for our schools. And the citizens agreed to it. And they approved the lottery, and... You know, the, the rest is history. Uh, now, now we get, you know, billion-dollar jackpots. But uh, it was a new thing back then. Uh, makes sense. All right. But how did it become so controversial? Well, the problem was nobody noticed that even though the ads talked about the money going to the schools, um, the legislature never made that a requirement. So... After the money was approved, the lottery money, some of it went to the schools, but other parts of the lottery money went to help the state budget for other things. And that did not set well with the voters. Uh, And legislators thereafter quite often heard about the fact that they were using the lottery money for something other than the schools. It became big issues in the uh, elections in the late 70s and 80s. So finally, the legislature relented and passed a law that says, no, all the lottery money has to go to the school aid fund. Okay, so 1972, the voters thought, great, we're going to get lottery money that goes into our schools. It took a little while, but eventually they got the, the goods that they were sold in that original ballot issue. So what about those numbers? $21 billion to support public education since 1972 and over $900 million last year alone. That sounds like a major boost to our schools. Why are we back to complaining about the lottery again? 
You know, it, it is a lot of a lot of money, uh, but school operations in this state, it's it's the biggest part of the state budget. Put it into perspective, nine hundred million dollars will run our schools for about two weeks. Uh, so <laughs> it takes a lot of money to keep our, our schools operational. Uh, and that's why it wasn't the silver bullet in terms of making education better. But, you know, since then, uh, we've had other uh, revenue go into the school aid fund as well. When we passed Proposal A, uh, we approved an additional two cents in the sales tax uh, to go into the school aid fund as well. And, of course, we pay our property taxes, the state education tax. When you sell your home, there's a transfer tax. Even some of the cigarette tax money uh, goes into school aid. Uh, all of that uh, ends up going into that fund that, that keeps our, our K through 12 schools operational. Now, the, cha the challenge is with the school aid fund, it's a huge amount of money and a huge expenditure, but you know, there, there are still some issues going on that are starting to develop. Hmm. So what kind of issues? I mean, what it sounds like is that with the lottery money, sure, that's not enough on its own. But with all those other revenue sources you just mentioned, that we're, we're investing all this money into education and that our K-12 system, uh, along with uh, our property tax revenue, should be growing each year and its ability to deliver this essential service. Is that not the case? Well, our, our issue is... Um when we, when we look at the school aid fund, most of us think about K through 12 education. Uh, but actually the state constitution allows that money to be spent for uh, pension costs, uh, which is, uh, makes a lot of sense because there, it, it costs a lot to uh, pay for the retirement for all the employees of the K-12 system. But the constitution also allowed for that money to go into higher education. Now the problem was very little of that money actually went into higher education in the past, and, and most of it was actually associated with pensions. But all of a sudden, as the state started coming up with tighter and tighter budgets, the legislature got more and more creative in their accounting, and all of a sudden, a few years ago, we started seeing school aid money moving out of the K-12 system and into community colleges and higher education. Now that's not necessarily bad if it were to enhance those programs, but it wasn't the case. The state was looking to find more money for their operations, and since they used general fund money uh, to fund universities and community colleges and that general fund money is the only money that can be used anywhere in the state operation they decided to shift money out of colleges and into the state budget and then fill the hole with school aid money and that's a very concerning issue to all of us so let me get this straight it used to be the case that community colleges higher education was paid for out of the general fund and they decided, somewhat logically, I would say, to use the school aid fund to start paying for community colleges. But that money had to come out of the school aid fund, which where it was being used for K through 12. Um, any idea how much money that was? Over the course of several years, 
uh, that amount of money that is being shifted out of school aid and shifted into the community colleges and the universities has grown. This current year, it's going to be $900 million that's being shifted out of our K-12 systems and into our higher education programs. Now again, if that $900 million was being used to enhance our universities and to enhance our community colleges, I think a lot of people would, would consider that to be a legitimate decision, but it's not because for every dollar the legislature shifted out of K-12 and into the community colleges, they took a dollar of their general fund support away from those institutions. So they saw no additional money. So effectively, the legislature figured out how to shift $900 million out of the school aid fund and shift it into the rest of state operations, which is exactly what the citizens didn't want. That's why we put that money with a protection under the Constitution, calling it the school aid fund. But the legislature has figured out to, how to use that $900 million for their purposes instead of school purposes. Wow. So $900 million coming from the lottery, supposed to go to education, gets pulled over from K through 12 and into community colleges. And the money that was going to community colleges from the general fund got pulled right back out to be used for other things. This seems like a pretty significant issue. Why didn't we hear more about this in the campaign leading up to November's election? Well, if you, if you watch the campaigns very closely, this was a campaign issue. Now, obviously, it did get the playtime as fix the damn roads, uh, which, by the way, at SEMCOG, we agree with that position as well. But as any local government official, uh, whether it be a, a city, township, or a county official, they need to be aware of what's happening with the schools as well, because this is exactly the same kind of scenario uh, that we were seeing with statutory revenue sharing, where the state needed money and their decision was, well, we'll just take it away from the local governments to fund the state operations. That's exactly what's happening here with the schools. The state needed more money for their operations, so they effectively have figured out a way to take $900 million out of the schools and put it back into the state operations. That's a concern to all the local government officials. So that's why we're talking about the lottery again. Bill, thanks so much for walking us through that and for being with us this morning. Thanks very much. This has been Simcog's Region Ahead. Thanks for being with us today to consider the important issues that affect Southeast Michigan. Thanks to Bill Anderson, Simcog's Government Finance and Operations Specialist, for joining us today. Region Ahead is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and the Simcog website. 